Dan Helterlein, our special guest. Good morning, Dan. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty Excellent. good. You know, Dan, I was trying to get Angela Montana, who is a trapper, uh, her husband, and uh, actually it's uh, Angela Maxwell and her husband, Jason, are trappers as well. But Angela deferred to you and said, you don't want to have me on because I've never had any success trapping wolves. You want to have Dan Helterline on, and we appreciate you joining us this morning here on the Montana Outdoor Radio Show. Dan, tell us a little bit about, you used to be a smoke jumper, you've retired from that, and now you're into trapping big time, and you have been for quite a few years. How many wolves have you trapped in your career so far? Oh, probably a couple over 40, I think. All right. Wow. And, they, you know, the wolves are elusive. You talk to all these trappers that go out trapping, and they when they get a wolf, that's a big, big deal. And you have been very, very successful in uh, trapping wolves. Downrigger tells me that um, they call you the Montana favorite Montana wolf slayer. That's a real compliment when you get fellow trappers to give you that uh, nickname because we know a guy who is a salmon slayer that we call Bill Zarat because the salmon slayer and Bill he definitely knows how to fish for salmon, and he get that nickname as well. So you're doing a real good job. But you invented your own trap, to your own wolf trap? Oh, I can't say that. I just found one on the market that I liked, and I just modified it. So I can't claim that I invented it, mm-hmm. but I just made a mouse trap a little better. Now, Dan, this is Downrigger. So what did you do different to the trap that, that obviously it's been successful? What, what kind of modifications, if you don't mind saying? Well, I took a TS-85, which is uh, manufactured in Minnesota uh, for beavers, and I just beefed it up so it would uh, you know, hold wolves. Mm-hmm. I laminated the jaws. I four-coiled it and made it a center swivel, and then I put some shims on it so the jaws lay flat. Now, it's a pretty effective trap. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things I was wanting to know is it seems like you know when you talk to trappers, they say eh, trapping wolves is tough. What, why is it so hard to get a wolf? Are, are they just smart or what well it's a little bit of everything you know they're an alpha predator they're at the top of the food chain so yeah they're they're a very intelligent animal um the time that we're allowed to trap them in the middle of the winter it's the toughest conditions uh to keep your traps working they have huge areas that they roam you know so they may only Mm -hmm. be by where you're trapping once every two weeks or longer so uh it's a combination of everything that makes them you know a difficult animal to target Oh, I thought Danny had a uh, question for you. Have you ever had any close calls with a wolf? Um, yeah, I get pretty close to him every time I catch him, but I don't <laughs> think it's a close call. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you when you come upon a wolf in the trap, uh, are they typically dead at that point? No, used in live, uh, you know, foothold traps. They're perfectly live. You have to check them every forty eight hours. Oh, boy. So, you okay. know, they haven't been in a trap that long. They got yeah, they got plenty of life in them. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do different to trap these wolves? I mean, can you give some of your secrets? I know that you're actually going to get into the uh, consulting, if you want to call it, the consulting wolf trapping business. Give us a couple of tips that you do that make you successful. Well, I mean, you gotta, you got to uh, you have your traps where the wolves are going to find them. So you, so you got to pattern them. You know, you got to know where the wolves are crossing and have your traps where they're going to find them easily. And then the second thing is uh, you got to have your traps work. And uh, in the winter, when the wolf season starts December 15th, we have a pretty big freeze-thaw cycle. So it's pretty, it's kind of difficult to keep your traps working 
Um, I tell people it only takes two things to catch a wolf is uh, you got to have a step on your trap and that trap's got to fire. So uh, those are the two major things. You got to have your traps or the wolves are easily going to find them. And then when they do, they got to work. Dan, this is Downrigger again. Uh, you also trap a lot of other critters, uh, which, you know, I've read articles about you. You help a lot of farmers and ranchers get rid of, you know, unwanted animals that can cause all kinds of problems like skunks and that. I, I think a lot of people that aren't familiar with trapping have some some wrong misconceptions about it. Uh, wh- what would you say is the biggest misconception that people have about trapping? Well, yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. They think these traps are cruel, um, you know, and they break their legs. There's been a lot of, you know, advances in trapping technology, just like everything. You know, the traps have offset jaws. Uh, I, I show when I go to school and do demos for kids, I'll stick my hand right in a coyote trap. You know, it doesn't break any bones. It, all it is is a restraining device, you know, okay. that just holds the animal until you get there. Uh, they do very little foot damage. You know, once in a while you catch dogs. I catch, I've caught both of my dogs because I take them out on the trap line. And it does absolutely no damage to them. Okay. A lot of people are fearful of traps, you know, and dogs. And if you're uh, responsible with your pets, you have absolutely nothing to fear about traps or trapping. We're talking to uh, Montana's favorite wolf slayer, Dan Helterlion, a expert trapper. Uh, Dan, you got your daughter involved in trapping. Uh, Alexis, how old is Alexis? Uh, she's 14. Okay. And, and she is trapping, and she is actually trap some wolves you must uh must be uh you must be proud of getting one of your kids involved in in the uh sport yeah she goes out with me quite a bit you know more so when she was younger so she's 14 now and she's a teenager so she's starting to get other interests you know as <laughs> any, any parent would understand oh yeah you know, tra- trapping's not as cool as it used to be when she was younger <laughs> Well, Dan, one of the the things that you're known for, you know, especially when the weather gets cold, is you, you made your own wolf coat. Uh, how many wolves did it take to to make a, a full wolf coat like you wear? Uh, it took four. Four. I wolves. can't claim that claim that I made it. I had it made by a professional furrier okay. in Missouri. Uh, her website's Fur Art. You know, she builds fur garments out of trappers. You mm-hmm. know, pelts. So, I, uh, Dan, if you're looking for another daughter that uh, you might be able to adopt, uh, Angela Montana, I'm sure, would be happy <laughs> she, to she be your loves, daughter. Loves and uh, Jason, her husband, would be happy to be your son <laughs> because they would like to go out and, uh, and trap as well. Now, we're, we, we're going to wrap it up here, but I, I wanted to ask you, you're going to have a tag-along deal that folks can uh, pay you a, a little bit of money and tag along and see how the trapping is done. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been kind of toying. I offer a couple different services now. I do what I call ride-alongs where people can just accompany me on my trap line, you know, and see kind of how I'm doing stuff. And then also I've been doing seminars or, uh, you know, classes, and those are kind of in the off-season. And I just have people contact me and put them on a list. And then when I get enough people, I'll I'll schedule a class. Um, I'm also getting started. uh, uh, One of the outfitters in town here is doing uh, guided wolf adventure hunts and trapping adventures. So we're going to start doing that starting next winter. Um, those, all three things will be available if anybody's interested in getting started or, or you know, seeing what wolf trapping's about. Well, Dan, we, we got to let you go here, but one last question before you go. Why do you think that, that trapping is still important for Montana? Uh, it's just a really valuable uh, management tool to help control predators, help manage our wildlife. You know, everything needs managed. You know, you can't let it run rampant. 
before the wolves were managed, you know, they were, they were, their population got at an all-time high, and it was really impactive on the big game populations. Now that we're starting to kind of be able to trap and manage these wolves, uh, some of the big game populations are slowly coming back. All right, Dan, how do they get a hold of you if they want more information about your uh, ventures coming up in the future? Uh, they can just give me give me a call or just uh, message me on Facebook. I can, I can be found on Facebook and send me just a personal message oh, or uh, get a hold of me uh, via phone. All right. What's your phone number? Uh, 406-241-1467. Dan Helterline, a pleasure talking to you, sir. Hopefully we can get you on the radio down the road, okay? Yeah, All right. Dan. Now, thank you, guys. All right. Uh, Dan Helterline, a 